You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Infestation 2022 South by Southwest. I'm here with Sir Dr. Wright Zulak. I'm Chris Cox. We're going to talk about one of the films that wasn't initially on our radar, but my God, we heard everybody saying, have you seen this movie? You, you gotta need see to see yeah, this movie. Yeah, I was right like, now, I mean, great title. It's called The Blind Man Who Did Not Want to See Titanic. And the first thing you think is, what the fuck is this about? This is the, the title of the colon after everything, anywhere, or everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah. The Blind Man Who Didn't Want to See Titanic. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a long title. And it's a Finnish film. And I've seen some Finnish films that I really like. They do a lot of sort of dark Scandinavian horror. And they've done some yeah. weird comedy horror stuff in the past as well that I really liked. Oh, yeah? This is not either one of those things. No. This is a totally different thing. And what's interesting is that the uh, director uh, met the star of this film back in the 90s, where in the Finnish, in Finland, they you have to sign up for national service. Right. Right. So, like, they did that together. They were friends, but then kind of lost touch. But years later, the director contacted him and was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Because they talked about how the the actor, he's like, or the, the lead was like, oh, I'm going to become an actor after this. Yeah. And then he did. Yeah, he was a theater actor. He was a theater though. actor, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, what have you been doing? And the director himself had like gone on to make quite a number of like films himself. Yeah. Nothing that I'd seen, but, you know, has I think he said this was their 15th film, the producer and director working together. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... He said, well, I have, uh, the actor said, I, well, I actually have a really terrible, like, aggressive form of multiple sclerosis, and I'm blind, I can't see because of it, mm-hmm. and I'm confined to a wheelchair, I'm paralyzed from, like, the waist down. So I'm retired. Yeah, I'm retired. And he went, oh, man, fuck. You know, this is what I do, I make movies. My friend, the actor, they literally wrote this film for him. Yeah. To play the role in here. And this will be, you know, outside, they said, a very, very short appearance in the, the in a new film they're doing. The new yeah. film they're doing. This last, his last film. And maybe, I, I guess he was a theater actor. This is his first really theatrical starring, like film starring. Role. Right, right. Yeah. And okay. So the premise is get this guy who is that, just what the person is. MS, they're both they're completely blind, like they're, they're partially paralyzed. How do you make a movie about that character from their point of view without mm-hmm. the screen just being totally black the whole time? <coughs> and what's interesting is they they even said in the Q and A like oh well, we put plastic wrap over the camera and just cut like a hole in it so anytime you see anybody on screen it's all shot in extreme close ups yeah anytime the whole you ever thing. see anybody else they're totally out of focus anything else other than the main person on camera it's in the main iris of the the lens that is only in focus it's all shot in like a 35 millimeter macro lens and yeah. 
Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it works. He plays this character, Jocko, who is very lonely. He lives by himself in his apartment, shot in the actor's actual apartment. Yeah. <clears throat> um accompanied largely by, you know, dealing with the robotic voice on his phone. You know? Oh yeah, I mean he can't. He doesn't know who's calling if it's just ringing. Yeah, and so uh, like you know, l- like reading the the news or like listening to the news. Like Facebook says that yeah. this is happening today, and blah blah blah. And he has formed a friendship somehow with someone else with MS uh, named Serpa. Yeah, that they've never met, but they just kind of call each other a couple times a day and just communicate. And it's obviously there's a sensual aspect to their relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, but they've never met right right and his whole thing is that he used to be a huge movie dork you know kind of like us he's like a big john carpenter fan he talks about john carpenter quite a bit during the movie how Uh, much he loves his movies and uh and like they're talking about like his his film taste and so it comes down to where they want to do a face-to-face when she at least wants to see him he can't obviously see her and uh, they're doing like a little FaceTime thing on the phone. And then I was like, well, let me take a look at your movie. He's like, wait, what's that one? And it's Titanic. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've never I've never seen this, but yeah. I it's still in the plastic wrap. It's still in the plastic wrap. Yeah. And uh, there there comes some news from Serpa that it's becoming a little worse for her. And so he has this idea because, like you said, they're, they're more or less having this romantic relationship in a, in a way via phone. He's like, I'm going to... S- go and see you like he's going to surprise her and it's this harrowing adventure in a way of getting to her and he's doesn't have a personal assistant that he will help him on this journey no so he's like i've got to figure out how to do this on my own like multiple taxi cabs and multiple trains it's like a couple hours away yeah you know and things do not go to plan we do get into a sort of a crime thing and stuff, but mm-hmm. it doesn't go the way like he doesn't suddenly reveal that he's got like hidden depths of like I freaking can hit things with my guns from sound that I <laughs> or something, you know, like Daredevil or some shit. Right, right. You know, this is a really beautiful film that is emotionally heartbreaking, mm-hmm. uh, but also heartwarming with a performance that I think any actor would be scared to do because the camera is just entirely on in close up the main actor's face the entire film yeah and if he didn't make it work it wouldn't work right and he makes it work you like him a lot because he's he's so charismatic and and genuinely funny and he the the fact that he does have ms and is blind and he is basically playing himself in this film it it helps it tremendously mm-hmm. and uh and it it's in a way it almost feels like because i remember when you're talking right, about like, like thank god this guy actually has him no. <laughs> you, know, you got a good film out of it <laughs> well you monster but when you told me that like we we're going to see this i honestly thought it was a documentary and, and in some ways it kind of is like it's it's so natural the way that he's doing this and how and because there's some things that like to now know that he does have ms and he was blind uh and some of the physical shit that he has to do yeah. in the film like i i think it's like holy shit i think he might have like like actually hurt himself then and uh like falling out of the wheelchair a couple times well or i mean those things are shot you know you shoot him in a way he's not actually falling out of the sure wheelchair. sure but yeah. like i i genuinely felt i was like oh my god like he 
he actually could or you're, something like the that. The point is you're with him for this voyage and it is a long lead up to things going on. Like there's a, the first half of this film is really just getting to know this character yeah. and understanding the limitations of a person in that world. Mm-hmm. But it's so interestingly shot. He's so fucking charismatic. Yeah. And you know, as a film fan, the fact that he's like, always oh, like, oh man, Escape from New York is like one of the greatest movies ever. C- calling his, uh, uh, his uh, nurse, uh, Annie Wilkes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, really likable you're with it i mean you if you're expecting a thriller it's not a thriller no. but when it gets to the thriller aspects you know for lack of a better term sure he is still just kind of like hey, come on what the fuck man like he's kind of playing the guys who are trying to take advantage of because he's not he's not stupid by any means of the imagination like yeah. he is a very smart guy who's who also understands situations like I'm blind and I'm bound to a wheelchair. Like I'm, he almost says like, I'm halfway dead anyway. It's like, what do you think you're going to do to me? Right. Exactly. I thoroughly recommend this film. And I'm with everyone who was like, you have to see this. I mean, it is definitely a movie that you have to be in the right mood for. I think. Yeah. Because it is a little slow moving, but it is very intense. It's completely unique. Just the 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 filming technique uh, behind this, uh, the, the fact that the the actor is actually in that situation, the way that it was shot, and 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 how and the, have the juxtaposition of how simple the story really is in the end yeah. is, I think, all of it is so brilliantly done. Like I honestly believe that this is like the secret best film of South by Southwest. I I talked to several people who thought it was, but it's still everything everywhere all at once. I I get it. Uh, But this was the most daring original probably work in some ways. Yes. Like I've never seen anything like like this this. before. Yeah. It's uh, and in and of itself, it's so poignant, just the conditions in which it was made. Yeah. The situation that, yeah, I, I would not be surprised to see this show up on foreign language lists at the next year's Oscars. If it's not, it would be a fucking travesty. It would be a fucking travesty. And like, and the final shot in this movie, or like that final sequence, and what they show a little bit more, I was, I was tearing up pretty hard. I yeah. was like, th- that was so fucking powerful and so well earned. Hard not to get an emotional gut punch from this towards the end, and it's almost entirely because this lead actor pulls it. Like I said. Every shot is super close up of his face. If he didn't make it work, it wouldn't work. Yeah. And he makes it work. He does. And yeah. even though he was retired because of his like physical like disabilities mm-hmm. and being blind at the same time, like I I think that the 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 world didn't get to experience an actor, I guess in fully capable yeah. uh it's 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 like a tragedy it's a tragedy in itself like, because wow, this guy's amazing this guy yeah. could have been like an incredible actor yeah and uh but the fact that he got to do this is a gift yeah unlike right on the x review we did earlier oh that it was yeah. the one of the worst movies in the year oh my god 